This is the Squared Goal Podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Maruyama. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Squared Co. Podcast. I am Mark Morris, your host. And Jared, what are you looking at right now? (laughs) (laughs) I am decorating for Christmas. I just see you staring (laughs) up at the ceiling. (laughs) Is that a mental decorating you're doing right there? No, I've got... got, What's what's happening? I'm putting up lights. I'm decorating the tree. I'm getting all set. Did you do that (laughs) at all this weekend? It is, yeah, it's definitely holiday season, so I did not. Um, my lovely girlfriend put up all the decorations in the house. We don't have a tree yet, mm. um, but, it, you know, it is very nice coming home and seeing, you know, a festive environment where you live. Yes, yes. Do you guys do a real tree or do you do a fake tree? We probably we have a fake tree somewhere buried in our garage in a box. Um, I don't know. This will this is the first time we're in this bigger place for Christmas, mm-hmm. so we might try uh, a real tree and see how it goes. Oh. Um, but we do have a fake one. It's not a huge one. I think it's like a four footer. But yeah, we might. I think we're gonna try a real one this year. Interesting. Yeah, we always do a fake one. Just easier. Pre lit. Very easy, comes out of the box, no problem. So um, I w- I'm gonna have to guess that you're an ornament guy. Oh yeah, definitely. Why you're not? <laughs> uh, so growing up, I was like, m- my mom let us go, you know, pick out a couple ornaments every year uh, when they came out. So th- you know, the next year when we were, me and my brother and sister were putting up the ornaments, like we had our own that like we wanted to put up ourselves. You right. Know, we had a right. A little corner or just different areas that are our air quotes ornaments or our section of the tree. Mm-hmm. But uh, I haven't like started my own personal ornament collection since I've become an adult. What? Did, did you take any with you? <laughs> uh, no, I think my mom still has all of them. Like in her Christmas storage somewhere, but I probably will inherit them at some point. I took mine. I have the ones that I've had since we were kids, and uh, we kind of divvied them up. Like, so we went through a phase where my mom kind of wanted to do the tree all like, uh, you know, more fancy. Like, oh, it's just silver balls and and ribbon or something, you know. Oh, so it's yeah, not all this yeah. crazy color. Um, so we kind of took them. I think each of us took ours uh, then. But um, like when we were little, we we loved to decorate and. Um, you know, we we decorate like basically the lower half of the tree because we could because <laughs> you couldn't reach. <laughs> couldn't reach. Yeah. Can you reach the top half yet? <laughs> no, still no. <laughs> uh, but then my mom would redecorate basically after we went to bed and, and <laughs> spread them out a little bit better. <laughs> um, but yeah, funny. so yeah, I still keep all those up. I think it's too plain with that. I love Christmas ornaments, um, so I got a ton of them. Like. And then I'll, you know, we have so many, we just put up the ones we want each year and then they kind of rotate in and out. But a lot of Disney, a lot of Star Wars, uh, and then a lot of old stuff, Muppets and things like that. So, yeah. Do you have a favorite or is it too hard? Nope. There's a there's a little, like, I don't know, kind of a porcelain Ernie from Sesame Street that I got when I was very little. Um, and Aww. I carried that around like all day Christmas and I hated putting it away. 
uh, you know, <laughs> at the end of the year. I still have that. So that's probably my favorite one. It's probably the oldest one I have, too, still. All right. So enough with the Christmas talk for now. I'm sure we will revisit this. Actually, I know we will because I've got some Christmas-ish topics for you. But this is our November recap. It's a little bit weird, though, because we've already done our decon yes. recap a few weeks ago. Right. And basically, the first two weeks of November was just pure decon prep and then the the actual convention so i mean uh, without going into super details again because you can we have a whole episode dedicated to decon mm-hmm. we really only have a few weeks that we have you know content to talk about so let's uh see what we did with the other half of november absolutely nothing uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there was a holiday right um obviously there's thanksgiving right. did you do anything crazy or exciting for thanksgiving no, nobody does anything crazy or exciting for thanksgiving <laughs> uh it's uh, you know it's the same thing every year and uh in my family we don't have any uh kids like no uh, grandkids for my parents so it's uh kind of the same crew every year. It's just our family. Um, and we used to do it with the extended family, but it's, uh, it's gotten too big and everyone has, you know, multiple families with, with kids and things like that. So ours is pretty small and pretty quiet. So it's really just like we said, a big meal that I don't know, even over the years, it's gotten smaller. It feels like so, um, but we do it every year. So, (laughs) But it was a busy weekend otherwise, yeah. Um, Before I jump into my Thanksgiving answer, I just remembered this. We were, so Jared and I were on um, another podcast, the Scary Movie Ice Cream Social Podcast with Cole Roberts and Mike Anderson. Yes. Uh, And the only reason I'm bringing this up right now is because we go, yes, Mike Anderson, one of the co-hosts, loves thanksgiving and if you haven't already uh listened to that episode we review the nightmare before christmas on their podcast um we i had a lot of fun i was they've been on our show a few times so this is the first time that we got to go on theirs it was a it was a lot of fun but we do talk about thanksgiving halloween and christmas kind of all in one right episode yeah um but so we'll leave a link to that in our show notes. But if you check us out on SoundCloud, we actually reposted that episode on ours. So if you listen in SoundCloud, it's very easy. You should see it there. But if not, we'll leave a link in the show notes so you can check that out. Now to get back onto Thanksgiving. So my Thanksgiving, you know, I've talked to Jared about this off air a little bit. Like, I think I'm going to try and get a little bit more personal, but not super. So <laughs> Dangerous. Uh, yes, I know. But anyways... Thanksgiving, I've got to say, is probably my least favorite holiday. Um, and here's my reason. Here we go. Uh, my, like, growing up, my, I had a, not, I don't want to say a broken family, but my parents were divorced and holiday, family holidays especially were always like a tug of war battle. And once I got to a certain age where they kind of let us choose, it's like the worst thing in the world because so, you so you're say- disappoint somebody. You're saying it was a it was a choice between going to your mom's or your dad's for the holiday? Kind of. Mm. Like so that was the the like the face value choice. And then even within like my mom's family, there's more separation there. So I could choose like if I want to be with my just my mom, if I want to go to you know, a specific aunt or uncle's house, like mm-hmm. it got really messy, really dicey, really quickly. 
And it's similar with Christmas, too, because, you know, everyone has their own little tradition or a meal somewhere. Mm. But with Christmas, there's a lot more going on. Like there's the decorations. There's a ton of movies and music. Presents. um, And presents. So you can get lost in a lot of different things where you don't have to focus on just the one meal. Thanksgiving is just a meal. You can't have seven meals in a day to like please everyone. Anyways, long story short, it's Thanksgiving has always been kind of a touchy holiday for me. So it's <laughs> it's carried over into my adulthood and just has I don't want to say bad memories, but just you know not the most fun holiday for me. So can I ask what you ended up doing for Thanksgiving, the actual holiday? Because I think you saw Justice League, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did see Justice League on Thanksgiving. Well, that's a family. Um, so, yeah. But you know what? Ha- have you seen that yet? No, no, no. Let's, let's go off on this tangent. Oh, you're leaving your to. Thanksgiving therapy session already? Like, ah, uh, so- it's getting it's getting so dark so quickly. Okay. So, but no, I did not. <laughs> not see- that Justice League is like a bright light yeah. or anything. <laughs> I didn't see Justice League. I tried. Oh. I was trying to go. see I thought it. you were going to. Yeah, but then I thought, you know, if I don't like it, I don't want to come on here and bash it. And uh, so you can, I'll let you oh, do that. I'll let on. you do it. You got to start bashing some things. It's not fair to let me be the bad guy every single time. Ooh, in our clarifications corner later, I, I'll talk about that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what did you oh, think about Justice great. League? It's been getting some weird press. It's like this mix of it's okay, it's a disaster, it's the worst thing ever, um, it's doing well, it's losing a hundred yeah, million. I, like, <laughs> you've have you ever heard a positive review though for Justice it's League? Either it's yeah, it's either it's terrible or not terrible, or, like, or it's not as bad as they say. That seems to be the yeah. yeah. I think that's where I fall um, because Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad I thought were just super awful terrible films i was i had really really low expectations for this even though wonder woman was really good Mm -hmm. um i don't know how or why that whole dc movie universe is kind of all over the place um but justice league it i don't know the look of it kind of felt like um the prequels for star wars for me where Mm -hmm. Green screen? It felt fake. Yeah, yeah, like the whole thing just felt fake. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't really grounded. It was a little bit, for a, even a superhero movie, it was like a little bit beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I don't want to get back, like get too deep into it, but it wasn't good. It wasn't, there was like enjoyable moments, I guess, but it wasn't. It was not a good movie at all. Well, I, it's funny. I think Wonder Woman, because it is so different than the other films, uh, with the exception of the end, it's like it's almost like they couldn't help themselves and had to do that. Oh yeah, that's the, right. The end battle, that- you know. But but the majority <laughs> of it was very good. Uh, the emotion was there, I yeah. think, and that's I think what's missing from these. And there's been, I think there's been too many Batmans now. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, they're eventually going to end up doing another one yeah. with, in this universe. Um, another thing about the movie was it was like so many forced, we- like stupid one-liners. Oh. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but it felt like every scene, um, either Batman or Aquaman or The Flash, you would 
come up with like a witty one liner yeah. or like a little joke or a nudge to another character. Right. And right. it just felt super forced and like just I once I don't know. It was it was dumb and forced, but um yeah, if you haven't seen it, I wouldn't recommend it, but I don't know. It's for me it's hard to be like such a pop culture fan and not see these movies even though I know kind of what I'm getting myself into. But um, what did you think of uh, Aquaman? Since he's got the next, I think he's the next standalone. My doppelganger. I don't know what you're talking about. But um, <laughs> did you like his character? No, I uh. didn't even like him either. So he, I'm, I'm not super knowledgeable with Aquaman, the character in mm-hmm. any other form, like from the comic books. Um, right. But he seemed, they made him kind of like a big dumb oaf. Like he's oh. just a muscly headed kind of, I don't know. He's supposed to be the king of this underwater Atlantis, but he's kind of like a dumb, strong guy. Like Hulk? That's kind of, well, not that dumb, but you know, in any sort of, um, more like the thing, you know, like mm-hmm. he's big and bulky and strong, but there's not a lot of brains behind him. Huh. That's an interesting way to go with that character. Not not what I thought they were going to do at all, but which it's weird because I'm sure once he gets his own movie, it's going to be different, which is going to be even more problematic because they've already kind of slated him as this dumb oaf. Yeah. But you it's he you can't carry a film being a leading character with that trait that's too bad because he the actor is uh he seems like such a nice guy he's like happy goofy guy um so it's too bad that they can't sort of capture some of that with the character or or at least make it appealing because yeah i was hoping that uh, maybe they would do something like wonder woman with aquaman because it's a difficult i think it's a difficult uh character to adapt to his own film so hmm, we'll see yeah i mean regrettably i'm sure i will see all of them um, but I don't, I don't think I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, we'll see if this thing, I wonder how invested they are in this current world, you know, cause it might, I mean, I think, uh, Aquaman is, is already filming or done filming maybe even for the, for the sequel or the, the standalone. Um, but I, they could sort of, I think DC is just, they're forcing this to get pushed through. Like they're playing catch up with Marvel Mm -hmm. and they need to just focus on doing their own thing and doing it well, instead of trying to, you know, release multiple movies a year and get their superhero team up movie. Um, Just they're, they're doing too much too quick and it's definitely hurting. But it's just too bad. They didn't sort of learn a lesson from wonder woman, you know, and like maybe a different, see what works. Yeah. Like a different direction. Like stop, doing what you're doing like <laughs> i don't know that's I mean, easy to say but still it seems like they keep kind of making the same mistakes over and over again with these films um <laughs> I, I don't know definitely yeah so uh but. let's all right so let's get back onto happier things oh okay <laughs> moving off of justice league um Oh, I mean, you haven't seen it so we can't go much more than that and i'm doing a terrible job describing it mm. so that's why people tune in. <laughs> no surprises there. <laughs> Do they? Yes. Um, so I don't know if you, I kind of mentioned this to you off air, but I didn't get into deep of detail because I wanted to let you know on air. But have you heard of the treasure truck? No. Like- so Amazon, 
Amazon has this thing called the treasure truck. Here's our here's where, our normal plug um, for Amazon here, people. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. This is, that's a thing too. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they have this thing called the treasure truck, and obviously, I'm a big Amazon fan. We talk about it all the time. But they have this thing where it's a it's in different major cities around the country, and it's just this big kind of bus truck kind of thing that has is decorated and painted um, like and it, the whole truck is painted and decorated and branded as Amazon's treasure truck. And there's like lights on it. There's flat screen TVs on it. Mm-hmm. And they go around from city to city and they'll park in different areas similar to an ice cream truck. But they have Amazon like goods on it. Well, um, well like what? I mean, like, like, a, are these so, like deals or something or is it like, so there's, there's two ways to get in contact with the truck. There's one just by dumb luck. So, uh, Amazon bought whole foods recently. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that this truck, you know, there's some sort of rules and regu- city regulations or permits that you need to have in order to park this thing in certain areas and, and right, sell right. goods. Yeah, yeah. So because they have a relationship, obviously, with Whole Foods, a lot of their stopping points are Whole Foods parking lots. Mm. So there's one one way you can run into them is just by dumb luck. So you can happen to be shopping somewhere and see it pulled up uh, in the parking lot. My coworker, he knew that I was like a fan of this treasure truck thing and really wanted to see it. He went to get lunch a couple weeks ago and ran into it just randomly. And then he texted me like, he just saw the treasure truck and where it was at. So I like burst out of my the office at work oh, and like floor it to the treasure truck. And it was gone by the time I got there. But the other way to get um, find out where the treasure truck is, is you can sign up through your Amazon Prime mm. to get alerts mm-hmm. on your cell phone. So it'll be like, oh, treasure truck is selling this item in your area like you know, hit this link if you want to find out more. So you can follow the prompts in this link that you get text that gets texted to you. And it'll say it'll have the schedule for the treasure truck that day. So it'll be like, OK, it's going to be in this city at this parking lot from, you know, 11 to noon. Right. And then one thirty to three thirty, it'll be here. So they had over the Black Friday weekend they were selling like a Nerf crossbow bow and arrow gun or something like that. But I mean, I didn't like, really care for that. Like a special price. It's not free. They're not handing these things out. Right. No, no, just- no, no. So there's, you can buy this thing through your Amazon account and you just show up and they hand it to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like a really seamless shopping experience oh, and you get to, you get to hang out and play with this truck. So every stop they have a themed game. Um, and then prizes. So when my friend went, uh, the one that I missed out on, they had like a cornhole game where you have to throw the beanbag into a different yeah. hole. Right. Um, and if you, you know, depending on your points or which hole you get the beanbag in, you get, you know, like a small, medium or large prize. Right. Um, when I went, since it was a like a Nerf crossbow that they're giving out, they had a bow that like one of them out that you can shoot these different targets on. And if you hit this like little gnome garden gnome, yeah, you get like the ultimate prize for me. For some reason it like 
when my coworker went, it was around Halloween. So he got like bags, bags of candy, trick or treating candy and a pumpkin. Uh-huh. So they're pretty like decently sized prizes. When I went, I got I got the ultimate prize, like the the large one. I got a sticker and a treasure truck coin. <laughs> what? Like a like So a- I'm I'm actually I'm actually pretty excited about the coin. It's a stupid thing, but it's like yes. it's small enough where it's not going to take up a lot of space, but it's like it's a memento um and a memory associated with this whole experience. So I thought that was kind of cool, but it is not as substantial as some of their other stops, um the prizes that you get at some of the other stops that I've heard about. That is uh pure consumerism right there for you, isn't it? Like Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> being so excited to go have the opportunity to buy stuff. Like, it's not like they're giving away that, free that stuff. Could, yeah, that you can just that order. I probably could get, yeah, online for the same price, if not cheaper, somewhere else. <laughs> that's uh, that's quite the gimmick. I think I would get all but excited it, about it and get there and be like, what the hell am I here for? Why did I Why did I just leave work to come well, look I at think this happy you truck? Could, you could do that with that mentality um, because it's really it's just a truck that has like flashing lights, TVs like <laughs> it is a spectacle. But at the end of the day, it's just a truck that's handing you a thing that you bought. Right. So, um, but I don't know. I, I let it take me over and I loved every second of it. That's it was, hilarious. It was awesome. I, I did look it up, so I saw what the truck looks like, and it looks like it will be coming. It's to pretty cool, right? My town. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely like the idea of a pop up shop, obviously, um, but I'm trying to see like why would I actually go do this thing? So you you wouldn't do it for the reason that I went to it. You would do it if the thing that they were selling that day was either something you're really interested in and it's hard to get. Or if it was a good deal. Like, you remember a couple of months ago, I got the Super Nintendo Classic. Right, 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 right. They were selling those. Like, so those sold out the first day. Mm-hmm. The next week, they were selling them on the on the treasure truck. So, yeah. like, if there was an item like that that you were after, that might be a reason for you to go and get it. Oh, absolutely. No, out. I think that's a fantastic idea. Because think of, you know how these places have these weird midnight we're going to open and you're not sure if they're going to open and and if you you know how many do they actually have can you imagine if they just yeah. had you go to some obscure place where it'd be easier to line up <laughs> like you know like that's the only thing that's there so it's not like you're bothering everybody around you and like it's just chaos for like two hours while they hand these things out like i think that's probably the yeah. best way to do it like do you remember in the old days when like when my sister was young we uh, my mom went like early in the morning, like Christmas morning to get cabbage patch kids. And <laughs> like, they didn't even make it off the truck. Like they, they just made everybody oh, go around the back crazy. to where the truck pulled up. And then they just started throwing these cabbage patch kids out and you just got what you got. You couldn't pick, Oh, I want a girl or a boy or a preemie. Like you just got <laughs> what you nuts. got. And that was the cabbage patch kid that you took home. Like, so that, the thing that's that kind I of remember exciting. growing up, it was uh, the Tickle Me Elmo, Elmos yeah, were yeah. like the crazy thing to have right. to get the one holiday season. Yeah, it's it's weird to like think about how the shopping experience has changed so dramatically 
over a pretty short period of time. Yeah. Because I was a kid, you know, like 20, 25 years ago, which isn't that long, like that long ago. And, you know, internet shopping didn't exist then when I was growing up. And uh, now it seems like it's probably, you know, it's going to take out normal, most normal brick and mortar stores. I, I think so. Well, I think uh, specific stores are, are going to, you know, are, are feeling it more than, yeah. than uh, sort of specialty stores or uh, things like that. But there, there used to be so many more, like remember when you'd, you'd buy a TV or even like a radio back in the day, you would go to like these just like mom and pop kind of shops for those things. <laughs> like it, it wasn't like you either went to Costco or Best Buy now. Right. And, and even now you're like, Best yeah. Buy. Um, <laughs> like it's so different now, like th- that kind of thing. Cause it's all the same. Like it's not like there's a variety of options here. It's like, you're going to a chain every single time. Um, so that's kind of sad from yeah. a, from a business standpoint, but I mean, you know, look at us promoting Amazon prime, getting delivered the, the day you order it. How, do, how can you compete with that? Yeah, it, it was, I mean, it was a lot of fun. If there's, if I have the opportunity to do it again, I, I might, I probably won't go so out of my way where I'll just drop it, everything and plan my day around yes. it like this first time. Um, but yeah, I've, it was fun and I definitely would be willing to check it out again. And don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not mocking consumerism or saying like, Oh, Mark, you're so easily swayed. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Cause, uh, let's see, I bought these things. So this is, I'm going to show you. We'll put a picture of it on the site or something. Uh, so I don't know if you've seen these. So or something. This is the Wendy's kids meal toy. I don't know if you can see uh, it. I posted some stuff about oh, it. Oh, so it's it's like the same thing as a blind box now. Yep, it's a blind box. Kind really of. clever. Um, and so this oh, is wow. like, see that? It's a space monkey. Like he's just. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's just a little plastic box. And he's got these little accessories that come inside him, like the arms and the little oh, things that's here. Cool. Yeah, for a kids' meal, like it's pretty nicely designed. I'll, I'll hurry up and do this because well, we don't take the time. So now, or maybe within the past like five to ten years, yeah. Happy Meal toys have become super cheap and just terrible, and like nobody gives a shit about them. Right, right, right. When. Like years and years ago, probably when both of us were growing up, they were like pretty cool. Like I remember the McDonald's uh, little chicken nugget toys, remember? And then you can get them at like Halloween time where you can dress them up. Oh, the actual nugget toy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just put them in their little costumes. Um, and like, I don't know if it's because I was a kid and just young and dumb and loved toys. Yeah. Or if they were actually that much better. But like recently... I don't know if it was the more recent Star Wars movies or maybe when the prequels were coming out mm-hmm. or when they re-released them. I don't know. But they had some uh they had Star Wars toys at McDonald's and they were just the dumbest yeah. things yeah. I had ever seen. But the one thing I did like, did you get the Burger King Star Wars watches that came in that the metal tins? Do you remember those? No. Was that original trilogy toys or that was when the prequels came out, they had I think it was one or two watches per movie. So you can collect, it was either six or 12. Mm. I can't remember. Cause I know each, like the theme of all the watches was the major battle from that movie. Uh So like episode one was Qui-Gon versus Darth Maul. 
And then episode two was um, like Yoda versus Dooku. Uh, and then, you know, as you go on throughout right. each watch or pair of watches was themed around that. And you got it in this like metal cylinder tube. Mm. Uh, it was like, it was really, the tubes were probably the coolest part. Um, and then the watch would like fit in there, but you're supposed to, you know, either collect all of them or whatever. But that, those are really cool. Did the tube look like a lightsaber? Um, no, it was, they had the the battle, the people who were in the, the battle for that movie. Oh, so like the like picture. One half. Yeah. Yeah, one half would be like Yoda and the other half would be Dooku. Yeah, but who wants a watch? Tin. No, the watches I think weren't as cool. Yeah. Because, you know, they're the super cheap, like flimsy, plasticky stuff. Yeah. But, um... The tubes were pretty cool. Yeah. Disney Store used to do watches all the time, like little just crappy digital <laughs> watches that you'd get with your like, uh, you know, when you pre-ordered the new VHS, they you'd get like the lithograph <laughs> set and a watch and like, and a watch. I think they it's still probably, do lithograph, but yeah. It's probably just because watches are like cheap to manufacture. and Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a step up from. It's useful. I don't practical, know. Yeah. yeah. But I like this Wendy's one because it's kind of different. Like they actually got a designer and I don't know who did it, but uh, like you can see it's like like different. Like it's not a property. It's not. Yeah, no, a, it's really cool. It's not a whatchamacallit, like a movie tie in or something like that. So I, I wish they would start right. doing, you know, maybe between the big movies, they can do a cutely designed uh, little toy because that's pretty cool. And I don't go to Wendy's ever. I never think I should go to Wendy's, but uh, someone had posted. Now you are. Yeah, now I want all of these, and there's like twelve of them, which is crazy. But well, you're gonna have to eat a lot of Wendy's kids meals. Okay, one more thing I got, and I talked about this on the Master of One podcast when I was recently guest hosting on their show. So I got the Disney Afternoon uh, Mystery Minis. The Funko oh, ones, yes. very good. I've seen the pictures of them. Are they as cool and cute as they are in the pictures? Yes, they are. They're pretty good. Like some of the paint jobs can be a little like, you know, they look a little beat up sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I think that just goes with the territory. Yeah, absolutely. Like, but the, because they're ma- they're ma- producing these at such a massive right. scale. But no, they're it's the I like the way they stylize these characters that's what i like this set so i've got two for you i'll give you my extras i got a case but yeah. but a case so which ones are you missing well we talked about i, I this. heard your little i heard your spiel on the m of one right uh podcast and your disappointment but which ones are you are you missing um well so every location like i said on there every location has three exclusives so you have to go to like gamestop and um Hot Topic. I can't remember what the third one was. What was the third one? I'll look it up. I know it's at, I saw it online at Walmart, I but I don't know if they mm. get exclusives. I don't feel like they do. So I got the three exclusives for Hot Topic. I'm missing. Uh, so I don't know these guys' names. I feel bad, uh, but I just like <laughs> Huey, Louie, and Dewey. Uh, I didn't get. So like, I don't know who's who with the colors. The uh, oh, I don't know the colors either. So no. I'm missing the blue one, which I think is Dewey. Is that Dewey? Um, sure. Yeah. So I'm just missing <laughs> a few of them here. But the ones I got, I was but, pretty happy with. I don't, I don't know that I want to buy a whole case again, because. <laughs> but you kind of have to, you know, like. <laughs> I like that you go to you have to. Well, I mean, if you want them all, there's no easy way to get them all. That's what stinks. That's what we were talking about on the podcast. Yeah. Like if you should buy, be able to buy a case and get one of each and, you know, with the exception of a chaser or something like that. But um, so are you interested in like the 
like the thrill of not knowing what's in there and like unboxing them or do you just want to have them all do you like that little mystery to the blind box or do you not care about that and it's all about the collection um you know that adds a sort of value and an excitement when you get the one you want but when it's something like this where i just i really like this whole line you know, so then you're you're okay because no matter what you get, you're pretty happy with it. But there's always going to be one or two, I bet, that I'm always looking for, and and that's unappealing. But I'm not a completist at all because there are some characters on here that I don't care about, even though I do like their design. But um, like even Baloo here, I don't know that I love Baloo's design completely. So if I didn't get him, I'd be okay. <laughs> but certain one, like I really want a Darkwing Duck, and I got that one. So um, I'm pretty good. I Did think. you? Did you watch Darkwing and DuckTales and all these series um, when they were originally aired? No, I was pretty old. I mean, I've, I've seen them. I, I didn't watch them religiously. Or Jared, you watch Teen Titans Go right now. You're older than when those came but, out. But, you know, when you're at that certain age where it's like, you know, like you don't watch it. Th- I'm trying to think if there was a period when I didn't watch cartoons. Like I watched Batman the Animated Series life. when I was old. but. That's kind of a different thing. You know what I mean? Like that was. I don't. I think I've always watched cartoons, though. Yeah. I mean, I I did. But you never felt like like kids aren't watching. Like even if you did, like you didn't talk about it at school. Did you? uh, I think that it's become like more acceptable. Yeah, definitely. It definitely has. Now. So like like my dad would never admit to like liking a cartoon, whether he did or not. Mm -hmm. It's just. Oh, I'm too old for that, so I, I can't like it. That, my dad always that every time mentality. we talk about cartoons or something, my dad always says that. I never liked cartoons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, no, but like when I was watching uh, Inspector Gadget, I was still kind of young, but I felt like I was too old to be watching cartoons. So I think you're right. It's like different now. Like nobody thinks twice about watching cartoons as an adult or, or, or in college. Yeah. But back then it seemed like uh, silly or something. I don't know. So so was that, I don't know if, if I asked you and that was your answer, but did you do Black Friday shopping? Oh. Do you do that? Uh, no, not really. Um, do you do anything like the Cyber Monday or any of those crazy holiday shopping days? Uh, I mean, I have in the past if I'm looking for something specific, but otherwise, I don't know. I don't, there's nothing... I'm trying to think if we, I think maybe we bought a TV once because it was on sale. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, it's not a big deal for me. I will not go like at four in the morning and wait outside a Target so I can get their free tote bag and a <laughs> granola bar or something. So um, I think people do it just for fun to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not even about the deals anymore because I don't know, you can get pretty good, decent deals online year round now. And the convenience of free shipping for most online stores and shopping experiences, like there's almost, yeah, it's the Black Friday thing is just to say that, oh, I had to wait in line for, you know, six hours and well, get up at 2 a.m. They used to do some really good like deals that would just be for that day or limited supplies. Um, but again, I, I don't know. You know, they're like, oh, this extension cord is you know 25 cents <laughs> i don't know but like i don't i don't care like there's very little that would get me to to do something like that again it would have to be something that's like you said like the nintendo thing where it's a game system you want and you know they're going to sell out but that doesn't take a 
Black Friday to do that, right? That's any time. So, yeah. Um, so I did the treasure trove actually just coincidentally was on um, Black Friday and I got a new phone Black Friday, but I don't know if I really got a good deal or not because they're so freaking expensive anyways that like it's so hard to tell what the real price is because yes, you never you never pay you know, air quotes full price right. every time you go into a store. It's always marked down. But what is the actual price you're supposed to right. pay? So what did I don't think anybody. What knows. did you get? Uh, I got a the Google Pixel 2. And how do you like it? Um, so it's, I have had my phone before this for like four years. What was it? Uh, iPhone um, or? No, so I don't do iPhones because I subscribe to the I hate that you kind of get forced out with updates on the iPhone. So I'm an Android guy. I see you rolling your eyes Mm -hmm. there. Good, good. Awkwardly staring at the ceiling. I'm trying. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to turn off my video. I I do. um, I'm an Android guy. And yeah, so anyways, my phone before this was the Samsung Galaxy Note 3. Yeah. And they are up to eight now. Mm. So it's been some time since I've gotten a new phone. Uh, so, you know, I was debating whether or not to get the latest like Samsung Galaxy, just like the newest version of my old phone. Yeah. Um, but I like the idea that the Google phones has similar to Apple now where they, it's connected to all of their devices. Mm-hmm. So my like Gmail account is connected to this whole thing and like um, all my online accounts are connected to my phone, which now I also got the Google Home speaker so I can like tether my phone Bluetooth through my the speaker and, you know, throw commands at the speaker and tell it to start playing the midnight and it'll just do. You it. don't have Alexa. Um, it's the equivalent of Alexa, but for um, Google. But you're such an Amazon guy. So, I thought you'd have Alexa for sure. So cheap. Uh, well, this thing was pretty cheap too. I think, like, with some rebate and it was on sale again. Air quotes. Always. It was only twenty bucks. Yeah. So let so, me ask you this, and like, it, I'm I'm not a phone guy. Like, I I have an iPhone, and I think I have like a six, uh, and. It's not yeah. a big deal to me. Like I don't know my like stats about the phones and what's important. Oh, you know, like I get. Yeah, I've been I Apple forever. Like so, I just always get Apple stuff. Um, it's not like I'm that passionate about the company, but I just it's just easier for me to have everything synced up. So right, right. When you're looking at a phone or something, like what to you like makes it a a good or a bad? Like I don't know. Everything seems so the same now. I don't really quite get the. The, the big yeah difference. so i'm not i'm not a huge phone guy either but from you know the my old phone being kind of dated now one of the things that really bothered me was the picture quality so especially like with squared Coast stuff if i want to just snap a quick photo and post it um instead of having to do this whole on full production getting a light box and you know having a nice camera take a picture of something mm-hmm. I couldn't do that on my old phone, uh, and I don't know why. Because you know, on paper, it had the same like tech specs. It was like a twelve point whatever megapixel thing, and it had all these embedded features right. that were supposed to make the images good. But they always came out super dark and just terrible mm-hmm. 
for I don't know what they've done with technology since then, but iPhone takes really good pictures. Yeah. Um, the Google Pixel Two has like on the front side, there's two cameras that somehow work together to give you like a, a really good single image. Uh, I don't know or understand that technology at all, but I know it's a thing yeah. that produces way better pictures. So that was a that was a selling point for me. I don't really like cloud storage. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of me having, I guess it's a kind of an old school mentality where I like being able to physically have my things. So even if it's like on a chip in my phone, I'd rather be able to have control over that. So this, the Google Pixel 2 has 128 gigs of memory embedded in the phone. Mm-hmm. So that was another plus for me. Um, and then the fact that it's got that connectivity with all the different yeah. apps and uh, different products was a lot of fun too. And this one, I know that Siri has been a thing for a while, but they have this thing called Google Assistant, which it's essentially the same thing. Yeah. But you can turn it on and just ask it a thing and it'll it seems like it works better from my experience than siri does i i Um, do not use siri ever and in fact i i want to i'm sure there's a way to turn her off and i should probably do that (laughs) because every now and then you know if you hold your hand on the 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 button too long she just pops up automatically and it's always at the worst time uh because i never i never use that i don't use the voice command stuff that much i don't know if i'm too self-conscious like we have some of the amazon uh, you know, the Alexa stuff hooked up on it and it's just ridiculous. I could care less if we use that thing. Like, it's funny to ask it <laughs> questions or, or like, what's the weather or, or that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but we've got lights hooked up to it. And uh, oh, that's pretty cool. That's next step. So we have a nest in our like the air, the AC. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't set it up yet, but this is like I, I can potentially if I ever get this thing set up. I can go on my phone and turn the AC on or off yeah. like when I'm at work. Right, right. Like if I forget to turn it off when I leave, I can check, turn it off at work. Um, yeah, that's what we have too. So, I don't know if it's completely working yet. The one thing I asked for that I wanted was the uh, monitor for the garage door because uh, like I said before, oh, every yeah, time I leave, I, too. <laughs> I think I left the garage door open. So um, that'll be peace of mind. But that's really about it. Like I hate screaming at this thing and that's like i don't understand what that is that doesn't register (laughs) just turn on the office light (laughs) the thing that um kind of annoys me or the only thing that i don't like about it so far is like i don't really know what all of its commands like it's learned commands are what the the like default commands Mm -hmm. are so if you ask it a question or give it a command that it doesn't already know uh, it'll just Google search that. So I, I'll say something like, you know, turn off notification sounds and it'll Google that instead of doing mm-hmm. it. Like I don't, if I want the, um, when I get a text yeah. not to have a noise, like it'll just Google what I say instead of actually doing that oh, thing. And oh, I see. After like a couple attempts, like, oh, fuck, I got to like go through settings. And then it's a, it's not like a big deal, but it's a lot easier to say, do this thing than to hit a bunch of buttons and dig around to find the right switch to turn off or on. Yeah. I mean, it's a novelty right now. I, I don't know if it'll stay in our house. Oh, no. But- I, I, it, 
it totally is for me too. Like it's just because it's a new thing that I have that I didn't before. I'm like using it to death, but I don't know how like if it'll stick and which which aspects of it will end up sticking around. I mean, uh, I like app driven stuff. Like now. we have a swimming pool, and uh, to not have to go running out there to the pool, like uh, you know, the pump and everything to to turn things on or turn things off, like turn the hot tub on and turn it off or the filter or whatever. Like that's nice. And there's some kind of old system we have because it's an older house that we bought. And then the pool already had some kind of remote system, but it broke and we're trying to fix it. And it's like $1,200 to fix this old technology. So we've been researching ways to, to, you know, do it by an app and 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 I'm lying when I say we, you know, I'm not researching it. I don't, I don't know how to do that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that's, that stuff makes sense to me, like convenient stuff. But um, all this other stuff, like turning on the lights or whatever, like, I don't, I don't care about that so much. That's a little too future scary for me. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like um, meet the Robinsons. <laughs> or like open the bay doors. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. It'll get too smart. It won't let you... Uh, it won't let you open the refrigerator. Are you sure you want to be eating that? <laughs> uh, so we actually already mentioned this a little bit uh, in this episode, but you were recently on uh, hosting another podcast. Yes. So I got to our good friends at the Master of One podcast, who we mention all the time. Um, they were celebrating uh, 100 um 100 episodes. I They have a funny math on that, but I think they explained it actually in our shows. So I got to go on their show yes. last week, if I'm thinking of this right, and uh, co-host with Andrew Kolb, and we got to interview them on their show. Very confusing, uh, but that was a lot of fun. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we had just interviewed them individually on the episodes that we had. And so right. I had to think of some new questions that that we didn't cover, but we did cover some of the same stuff, but, but, um, not all, um, you got to hear a good so we, uh, story about Patrick throwing up in his motorcycle helmet. That's worth it alone. <laughs> uh, or not. I don't know. <laughs> um, I haven't, so I listened to like the first half of that episode, um, at work today, but I'll have to finish that tomorrow. I have not gotten to that, to that story yet. Um, so I don't know if I'll actually finish it. I'm not a big fan of the throwing up. You don't like throw uh, up stories? <laughs> not really. Uh, no, I'll go and listen to it. But um, I, I bring that up because I do want to talk about the fact that we did have each one of them on individually. So last week is probably the busiest uh, episode release week for our podcast. Uh, I think early on we may have done maybe four or five in a week. But last week... Uh, yeah, we had I don't, all three. We've the, never done four or five. That'd be crazy. I think we, I don't know. I don't remember, but I feel like we might have early <laughs> on. Anyways, we had four episodes last week, yep. the Coco movie review. Then we did each one of the Master of One podcast uh, interviews. So each one of the hosts we had on. Right. Luke Gall, Patrick Hill, and Andrew Sale. Um, and that was, you know... I don't know if we'll ever get the opportunity to do something like that. It was pretty unique to their to their show, um, just having three co-hosts. I don't think I can think of any one off the top of my head, any podcast that I listen to that, that, that has that many hosts on it. Uh, um, well, it's interesting because it's the three of them and you get a, a very different perspective from each of them. I, I don't know that... Um 
Yeah, they they all gave very different answers, I think, to those questions. Uh, so uh, I, I'm certainly glad we did it that way, as opposed to having them all on at the same time, uh, like the one I did right. on their show, because that makes it a much more uh, it's it's a livelier conversation for sure. But it's a it's harder to get well, it's, like dig into the, it's, the talk. It's definitely a different dynamic because when they have they're they're on as a group, they're speaking three voices as one. Mm-hmm. So it's all of them kind of answering from the perspective of their show um but then when you get them on individually it's their show from their perspective i don't know if i said that right but yeah that sounded crazy um, (laughs) (laughs) when you when you have all of them on they're kind of coming together to give you one final answer i guess and then when it's them individually it's their own unique perspective well plus they're used to talking in the group of three so they they know how to navigate that they know how to let someone go or just not maybe interject. But when it's them by themselves, they're really forced to answer each question uh, on their own. And there were sort of, yeah, there's no, there's no pass. Yeah. And they were a bit more or or I'll just let the other guys handle it. Yeah. Um, We did learn some fun things. I think we, both of us couldn't get over the fact that Luke is a licensed beautician. I know. (laughs) Um, he, for some reason, he didn't share that with us. But when you asked him or Kolb asked for the Wikipedia page from all of them, yeah. he he gave that answer up. Now, um, and I can't remember if he had mentioned that on the show previously. I, I don't remember him talking about I've that. I've never but. heard that before. Um, and I feel almost bad for Patrick because... The rest of that answer he gave, I just couldn't hear anything else. But um, <laughs> Luke was a beautician. <laughs> I know. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so um, that was a good episode. Like, listen to the M of One episode two uh, if you haven't already, um, because that one kind of uh, there's more to that story on there. They talk about Andrew cutting people's hair as well, and his dad. That's <laughs> uh, pretty pretty surprising. All of that. So. Um, yeah, so thank you to them again for doing that. I think we've thanked them a million times now, but thank them for uh, for coming on and doing those uh, individual interviews with us. Yeah, and you know, for us too, I think interviewing them and listening to their answers with three years of podcasting experience, um, there's definitely some good lessons in there that you know I took away from those conversations, mm-hmm. um, and just continuing to be friends with them. It's there's a lot that we can learn from them. So I do appreciate their time and all the lessons and the information that they shared with us. Absolutely. Um, and we also have to thank our friends, uh, Dan, the Pixar fan, which was a bit of a tongue twister for Mark for some reason. And uh, Gavin <laughs> Audison for coming on and doing the Coco review. Also a tongue twister yes, for me. You had a hard time. Uh, but that was, that was yeah. a fun, it's always fun to do the movie reviews and they're pretty passionate guys. And it just, you know, it happened to be that we all loved this film, so there wasn't a lot of uh, conflict. Mark tried, uh, but he was shut down pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, but thank, thank you to them for coming on and doing that. Um, that was nice of them to to do it, and thank you to you for turning that around in record time. Oh yeah, I think that was our quickest one. We as soon as we re- finished recording that, I just immediately went into editing mode and finished that before I went to bed that night. Yes, yeah, so that was. That was a long night for me, but it was had to get done, Jared. So what time did you end up like how many hours does, does that take you? Uh, it depends. Like so if I want to like comb through 
all of the audio from start to finish, it's probably like a one to three ratio. So if it's an hour episode, it'd take me like three hours to get through. Um, but if I'm just syncing it up and kind of like going through the, the audio quickly just to see that it stays synced throughout, um, it'll probably take me like a good hour and a half. Mm. Uh, or, you know, let's see. So I think the episode was an hour and a half. So it probably took me like two hours. Okay, that's not too bad. But yeah, but de- I mean, it depends on how yeah. like deep you want to go into the editing for that one. Since I the goal was to get it done that mm-hmm. night, I don't want to stay up forever. So I didn't get, you know, I was a little bit more lenient with um, some of the things. But it, it turned out um, pretty good either way. Yeah, um, they were. First time guests, both of them, and I think it was a good conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Were you playing devil's advocate a little bit there, or did, were you? Did you really feel that way about? Uh, um, both. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I I told you this after the the record. Like, it's hard to have such a positive. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a boring conversation if nobody has any objections. If it's all positive, so I definitely did try to play devil's advocate and throw a wrench into the conversation. Yeah. I mean, those were, so those are like half truths. The two um, complaints, com- complaints that I had, and they weren't even yeah. like big ones either. Cause those were stretches for me to even pull those out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, I mean, it was a great movie. I really did enjoy it. And I think similar to you, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought mm-hmm. I would. Cause the last, so for me at least, the what was the feelings movie i don't even remember inside <laughs> out and and uh good dinosaur they weren't neither both of those weren't bad but they weren't like on the top end of um pixar movies for mm. me so good dinosaur good back, dinosaur no but uh inside out to me is up there for me i love that film very much but go ahead to to each their of own of course Jared. of course um <laughs> So yeah, I w- coming off of kind of those movies and then the sequels, um, was it Finding Dory and Cars mm-hmm. Three, which I, I didn't even end up seeing. Um, I think that's the only Pixar movie I didn't see in the theaters. Anyways, yeah. okay, they, um, yeah. So I didn't expect it to be as good, um, and I didn't expect to have as much fun as I did with that yeah. movie. But it was a pleasant surprise, for I sure. I agree. Uh, so this is this brings us to Clarification Corner, and I want to do this, and it's because I'm go. ridiculous. Uh, so there was a lot of talk, and there's been a lot of talk uh, about the Frozen short that ran before. And by short, it's really, they're calling it a featurette, so it's not a short, uh, because it is about uh, nine hours long. Uh, so I do, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that I think it's not a bad thing. Like the, the short itself is not bad. Uh, and if it ran like it was supposed to as a TV special, I think that would have been perfect. Right. Like uh, that makes sense uh, as a, as a, well, it would have been, it would have been easier for you to not see it. If it no, was no, no, no. I would have still watched it if it was on TV. <laughs> like there was some very pretty animation in there. And, uh, I think it was just Very too lo- choice words. No, Jared. but I think it was just too long. Like, you know, like uh, I can't remember the last time there was anything that long before the feature. So, yeah, I needed some commercial breaks. But, sure. you know, they played uh, that Mickey's Christmas Carol was a similar thing. I think that ran before a film and uh, the uh, Prince and the Popper one they did. I remember that ran before Rescuers Down Under and that was a long 
cartoon as well. But I think there's... Oh, really? That was before? Yeah, but I, I feel like there was a mismatch in tone with this one that it was... Oh, totally. Like it was so Christmassy and it wasn't like this was a Christmas film we were seeing. No. So maybe that would have helped a little. That was, it, it didn't belong with that movie. It just was a weird pairing. Um, and so now I don't, I mean, people probably have different opinions on this. I don't like it. The fact that the Disney animation and Pixar lines are being blurred so well, much. I think this is the first time that they did that where they've put. Oh, I, I don't. It didn't, didn't and the like people <laughs> that wrote the Frozen songs wrote the song in 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 Coco, and I think they wanted to just get this out at Christmas time, obviously in the theaters, uh, as opposed to, you know, just I I don't know I don't know I what think the it would have been so much more successful as a TV special. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think it was just too long. And then to add on top of that, that we didn't get a Pixar short, which are you know, yeah, those are always. I love yeah. those. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to I, clarify that because I, I didn't mean to be so dismissive of that that short <laughs> when we talked about it. Well, uh, another thing about it, I I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. it. Like I wasn't prepared for this 30-minute thing. You know, we've been trained for a short before these movies. So, you know, I was expecting like a five-minute little short, you know, give or take. Um, and it was was not five minutes. So I, I knew that it was a feature. I knew that it was a longer I had no thing. idea. Yeah. Because I remember just before I, I took my mom to see this and I just before the, the lights went out, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a really long frozen cartoon <laughs> before <laughs> this. Um, so but it, I forgot about it right until just about then. But um, yeah, I could tell like some people seemed confused, like, like, are we in the wrong theater? Or like. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, uh, but yeah, so um, that's my clarification so the, corner. Anything you want to retract in the last month? <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't even think that far yeah, back. You don't care. I probably don't yeah. care either. Um, okay. So, you know, I said this early on that the decon was pretty much all of our November. So I don't really have much else to talk about other than the fact that um all of our decon releases were finally going to be available online yes so that includes the best piece we've ever gotten from anybody ever oh my gosh jared marayama's <laughs> um like a character like a tribute yeah well good i'm glad so yeah. that's going to be up uh by the time this airs that'll be up in this in the shop right so um, it's slated on our website to go up December 1st. This episode is getting released after that. So if you're listening, Should be up. it will be available. Um, and we'll post a bunch of stuff on our socials that you are following. Um, so we'll bug you to check those out at the very how least. Do you, how do you figure um, with uh, shipping? Like, I don't know if you get a big holiday time bump in the store, but like, do you have a cutoff where you're like, uh, if you order it now, you'll get it by um, Christmas? It's so tough because I don't really understand the dit like, okay, so let's say I ship something today and it goes to like Oregon. Mm -hmm. And then if I ship the same thing today and it goes to New York, you know, it's going to take more time to get there. So I don't know what that difference is in travel time. 
Um, and then I don't, I know that the, the post office has a cutoff on like when things can arrive. They, yeah. So I don't know when that is. So I'd rather just not. So there's it. no so squared you, co prime option that maybe same day delivery. <laughs> Uh, no, need- unless you're my na- unless you're my neighbor, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So unfortunately, I no, and we're we, yeah. There's it's it's tough. So if you want it, get it soon. If you want it by Christmas, get it soon. Good. Um, but all those things are limited. So on top of Jared's piece, uh, the Ninja Turtle pieces by Squirrel are going to come out, and there's a few pins as well. So we have the Ghostbusters pin. Ghostbusters pin by Chris Ramo. Um, the Krang pin by Squirrel. No, no Krang. I know nothing about Krang. What was the other one? Oh, the Lord of Thunder Helmet. Ah, yes. Who did that one? <laughs> so uh, I did ah. that one, um, but I don't like to talk about that yeah, stuff. Yeah, way to go. That's the um, best way to promote it, not talking <laughs> about it. <laughs> go, go me. Uh, oh, so did you see Thor? No. What I I told you, you I'm sorry. I know everyone's very excited about Thor, and I, like I said, I'm happy he cut his hair. Uh, Very excited about that. Oh my god! But I don't. Come on, let's be real. He looks good, whatever hair length he has. But looks better with the short hair. You gotta admit, it's not even about the hair anyway. It's shoulders down. That just make you uncomfortable. No, Jared. not at all. I just uh, I don't think I'll see Thor in the theaters. Probably I know, and everyone go everyone what? go nuts about that. That's fine. I don't. It's it's uh, one of the better Marvel. Okay, movies so why of all of why? Them. It's just it's so it's a totally different tone. It's a lot of I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. Mm. It was a fun movie, like Guardians of the Galaxy fun. Uh, it. It's similar to that, but I wasn't a big fan of either Guardians movie. I thought so. you did, I because I remember I didn't like two, but I thought you really liked two. No, I liked two more than one. What? But no, I didn't really like one. No, backwards. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't really care. I'm not a big Guardians. But then fan you liked to Thor. Begin with. Yes, I loved the the latest Thor. Uh, now I tell you, I I don't go to the theaters that much. I think because of this podcast, I've gone to the movies more than I have in a long time. Like I just saw Logan, which was fantastic. Uh, but you know that you saw that in theaters no. or <laughs> what the fuck, I man? I'm a Netflix old person, dude. That so that's the number one thing I would do if I was a freelancer full time. Like I would make a schedule. Like a day of the week where I can go to the movies. So you can go early and get like the matinee price. You can go when nobody's there on like a Monday or Tuesday morning. It's the best. Mark, I'm a very busy, very popular, world-renowned artist. Well, I, I don't have time. Whatever. For you can things. schedule. You can schedule two hours away from your desk. Yeah, I, I try on. to, but I don't know. Like I said, I just don't. I don't love going to the theater unless like it's a really uh, movie theater kind of movie, you know. Who are you? I love going to. The I bet movies. you know if we lived closer because I had a buddy that loved to go to the movies and he would always call me up to go to you know go go to the latest film and stuff like that. So I would go more than when someone's kind of pushing you to go. But uh, go to see the latest picture, yeah, <laughs> the, the moving picture, the talkies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I just I don't know. So what's is Star Wars going to be the next movie you get out of the house for? Probably. Pro- 
probably. I don't know. Is, this, is there something? God, well, that's I saw like, Coco. That's like three weeks away. <laughs> but what are you going to see? Like, I won't go like you, like everything. Like, I don't like going to see garbage in the theaters. So, um, <sighs> but what did you, what will you see between now and then? Whatever comes out between now. But and that's then. what I mean. You don't have a. You don't have something lined up that you're like, oh, I can't wait. No, nah, there's nothing I'm looking forward to. Oh, actually, so tomorrow I'm going to see the studio. Ghibli has, you know, every month they do another one of their movies. They re-release in I theaters. I think it's Ghibli, isn't it? Ghibli. I go back and I'm forth. pretty sure it's Ghibli because I would say Ghibli, and I'm still more comfortable saying Ghibli because I've always said that. I don't know why Ghibli sounds funny to me, but. Anyway, so you're going to go see Howl's Moving Castle? Yes, I'm going to see that tomorrow. Not so my favorite su- of the Ghibli films. W- I haven't actually seen that many of them, so this is one that I haven't, and I am excited to experience some of these for the first time in What's theaters. the favorite of the ones you've seen so far? Um, Spirited Away mm. is pretty good. Um, it's It's... There's just so different than like American. Oh, cartoons. very much so. Yeah. Um, I always recommend them with sort of like a hesitation, you know, like. Um, yeah. No, it, I, I can't think of the. What's the one? Ponyo. Where, you like Ponyo. I know. Yes. I love that one. That's probably my favorite mm-hmm. one. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I'm going to go see that. Um, and I, I'm excited to see it. So I saw. Castle in the Sky was the last one I saw in theaters and super surprising to me. It was like a Sunday afternoon. The theater was completely packed. Oh, that's good. Like, like super sold out. What theater was it though? Was it like a a fancy theater or like a... No, it was just a normal, I forget, I think it's called the Century Theater was the name of the Mm chain. Um. But yeah, it was like a Sunday afternoon and I had to sit in the top, like the very, very back corner. It was like the only seats that were available. Mm. Um, That's good. That's great. Yeah, it was cool. But I've been to a lot of these. This is like a Fathom events thing. I've been to a bunch of them and never have I seen a crowd in them. So this was very surprising. Yeah, there was like Um, seven of us in Samurai Jack. (laughs) Yeah, same, same. <laughs> Trying to think of some other movies. Oh, I saw Little Nemo maybe a couple mm-hmm. years ago. It was the same thing where it was like, you know, a Sunday afternoon and there's maybe like five of us in the theater. I saw Fantasia when they did that not too long ago. I think that was last year. And uh, I did see the Studio Ghibli stuff. I saw Mononoke and Spirited Away. Uh, oh, Princess Mononoke. Is that's a good my one favorite. Too. I think that's still my. It's Spirited Away or that one are, are my top favorites. I keep forgetting all of the ones that I've seen. Um, but yeah, all the fantastic ones are pretty, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's what I think they're at their best. But um, some of the other ones, I, I think that's a real Japanese uh, thing. Like having those uh, anime cartoons that are just like dramas, you know? Um, I did mm-hmm. watch that that recent one called um your name i think that's what it was called did you see that one i don't think that was a, a no 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 it wasn't though. a ghibli film but it was an anime one that was huge here too like yeah i know what you're talking about but i didn't see um, it that's pretty good it, but again it's like a it's like a drama it's not like creatures and, and things like that it, it's i mean there is a fantastic element to it but it's not um you know, like a Mononoke or Totoro or something like that. So 
Did you ever watch any of the anime, like TV shows or cartoons? We watched that are, or series? Uh, Star Blazers. Is that what it was called? I, I, didn't I mention this on another show? The one where it looks like their ship looks like a big uh, battleship, but it's like flying no. in the sky. It was very good. Um, and I don't know. I haven't really watched it as an adult, so it could be terrible. But it was sort of uh, <laughs> it was like a serial. Like you had to keep watching it. It didn't wrap up. In each episode, you had to keep watching each episode like a soap oh, opera. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that was kind of neat. Um, other than that, not. I mean, we watched Speed Racer when we were little, but that's about it. Like all this other crazy crap I don't watch, like Dragon Ball Z. And I didn't even watch <laughs> Pokemon, the, the show. Yeah, I can't get into those kind of things. Um, but I fell in love with Full Metal Alchemist. Mm. Um, did you ever watch no. that one? Was that like an adult that swim was... kind of thing? Uh, I think that's how I got introduced or tsunami, to it. Or that's I guess, not, right? yeah, like probably tsunami. That's not like obviously it's not where it originated right, from. Right, right. But um, I think that's how I was introduced to it. Like I just randomly saw a middle episode, um, and then I went back and this was at the time when like DVDs were the way you consume all this the this media. So I bought like every single DVD. In the whole series and watched it. Oh my gosh! Um, Do you, have you watched it again but, recently? Like, does it hold up or is it garbage? Um, it's one of those shows that like there's so many twists or like reveals that it's difficult to enjoy it the same way, knowing mm. all of the plot yeah, twists. Yeah. But it yeah, so it's hard to tell. But they they after the first like series was over. They did a weird reboot where the the animation style and characters looked exactly the same. And I think it may have even been the same voice actors, but they did a reboot and like the story was told slightly different. But it's the same story? So, yeah. Weird. So the th- I don't know if this is true either. They they had they said or some people I've heard say that it's more closely following the the manga or manga <laughs> so the reboot followed those stories um which is like it's the same but different it's i don't know yeah no it's, that makes sense it's I, if it's follow. based on something then yeah that makes sense like they'll keep doing that uh, but it was only there's only like a it was between like a five and ten year period from when the original series oh. ended before they did this reboot so it was pretty soon yeah but look at like batman Um, and all that stuff that gets rebooted over and over again and that's like or or spider-man is like they'll finish a movie and like three years later there's another one yeah so um but yeah it's hard to watch stuff again later and if it holds up i think that's what's like a good thing and then (laughs) i don't know most stuff it seems like that like we were just re-watching lost uh, because my friend's kids are all into lost right now so we were watching a few episodes and it, oh, and I was a huge I was trying to figure out what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but um, watching those over again, I, it's kind of hard for me. Like some of the basic drama stuff is still good, but because you know you're not going to get resolution on a lot of this, it's almost just as. Oh yeah, that's what I was going to ask. It was similar. Where like you know, yeah. the ending and kind of the plot turns and twists. So it's, it's yeah, yeah. You don't want to be a jerk and sit there and be like, yeah, don't worry about that. You're not going to ever get resolution on that. <laughs> 
I think that's why it's difficult for me to want to see movies more than once because that first um, viewing is so special where you don't you have no idea what's coming. I mean, you might be able to like forecast it, but uh, yeah, it, it's an experience that you'll never be able to replicate. Right, um, right. I know. And it kind of takes a that's why a lot from that's why you hate spoilers. Yeah. That's why I hate spoilers. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But um so anyways, tangent. I think so we we were supposed to end with uh, the print releases <laughs> from Decon and that was like 15 minutes ago. So um I'm all out of things to say for this this episode. Uh do you have any last minute remarks, Jared? Nope, that's it. We've gone long. We should probably just shut it down. All right. Let's do it. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Please go check out Jared's prints online at squaredco.org and all the other Decon releases. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you later.